Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tom. Hi, Mike. And Ross. Hi, Mike. And Joey. Hi. And last week, uh, well, I guess the last two weeks, we talked with Lisa Murphy, sort of about her most recent book, the... I have to look at the title here. Being child-centered. And this comes up every so often, but it made me think about bringing it to the podcast, is when we talk about motor skills, physical development, there's this, we tend to say gross motor skills and fine motor skills, or large muscle and uh, small Small motor. Small motor, yeah. And I have a problem with that, and I think I may have mentioned it it in past podcasts. Yeah, thank you. But for me... Like, there isn't anything that we'd call a fine motor task that doesn't involve large large motor. motor. Yeah. Like, you have to... How you're standing, sitting is going to affect... And and sometimes it's easier to see in an adult who has been able to write, and then as they get older and they can't stay upright in a chair anymore, Mm -hmm. suddenly writing is hard Mm -hmm. because if your body is all over the place, I'm trying to demonstrate physically as if the (laughs) microphone can see me. people can't read my writing. (laughs) Yeah, so when you're at Tom's age, you suddenly can't write straight anymore. No, um, but it, I, I saw that with my father, you know, that his writing, and some of it after a while was more like his finger shaking, but a lot of it was more about him being able to stay anchored in his chair as he wrote. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like maybe his core strength, whatever it was, his shoulders would be moving, which affects your wrist. Right. And, and it's true of other things in general so to me and i actually think jill connell does a pretty good job with this of talking about that it's really coming from first it's about power and then it becomes coordination Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and that's really what it is in a lot of ways so an alternative language to use is power and coordination versus large and small is that yeah i think so and i uh, one of the things i don't really feel like i have good language around this yet so mm-hmm. i'm hoping that mm-hmm. in our conversation we'll get more of it but yeah like i feel like yes the toddler is going to paint moving from their shoulder right but they're also holding the brush so there's still that part of it eventually when people draw right mostly it's wrist and finger movement only right but it's because the rest it's, of them is anchored stable. and yeah. they can't do it right. so it's like in a way the thing they're trying to do is the same it's just for a toddler, I want to make a mark. The way I have to do it is moving my whole arm. After a while, I want to make a mark, and I can just move you know, from the elbow. And and so I get that it it's getting more precise, or well, it's coordinated, the, what, proximal and distal, yeah, and all that from, so, from trunk. But to I just feel like just looking at it as one or the other is <laughs> right. well, maybe isn't enough. So I'm thinking, uh, I I'm, I'm imagining a child climbing on a climber. Yeah, yeah. And when they're climbing on a climber, they're using these grips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're so Tom's holding his fingers. Like just think about all the things they're mm-hmm. exercising. Yeah, the fingers, the wrist, the arm, mm-hmm. the shoulder, the core. Right. All those things are happening all at once. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it's not so really the that, lower body. Right. So Legs, toes. Ankles, yeah, yeah. Knees, right. Yeah, hips. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bal- all kinds of things that are. If if you just try and think about writing and the skill of writing so much more has to happen before that happens like when you right. climb right, right. and when right. you when you focus on it too early or i'm going to call out you know handwriting without tears and th- things like that when it's just like let's get a kid holding the pencil right at 4 it's like you're actually well, missing out on a lot and right? i feel mm-hmm. well i make i'm speaking without 
evidence here, but I also wonder, like, you know, people need the language to describe coordination and power, yeah, or yeah. large and small. Or you need, you do need a language, sure, because they are different skills. Yeah, yeah. So large and small, gross and fine, right, right. work 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 well enough. But also, to feel a little bit like, oh, good. So now we can just talk about fine motor. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because we don't really right. care about large motor. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking, but you know, like, yeah. That's fine. They're gonna to learn to walk and sit. Great, done. Right now, I want to make sure that they can write. Yeah, and there's often in, up in when they're one and two, that's what they're working on. And now they're three. Well, may, maybe well, people will be a little more allowing the three, but by four, it's like, okay, sit in a chair. Right. And we've talked about how, but like that's you know, such because we separate thing. them out, then we can kind of just not worry about the one. Yeah. Because really, what we care about is that they're going to be able to to write. Right. I mean, and some of it's like, that adult centric so, thinking. And I just mean it's so preferenced in our educational right. system that, that writing is the important thing. Who cares about the right. rest so of the skills? Right. So then it's like, we'll just sit and practice and trace, and you can yeah. skip over yeah. the fact that actually you do need the core and right. the balance and the coordination yeah. that they that they that they go together. And I think saying that that we aren't talking about doing all that stuff. Just for the sake of learning, no. right? Either, and but I, I feel like in that, education but, that that's where, oh yeah. Like when do you throw up a red flag about child's development? Oh, I don't know if they're gonna be able to write. Yeah, you know, like that's what you're right. Right. Well, I'm I'm kind of in a lot of I don't know if it's contradictions necessarily, but I, I question yeah, that please. just because I think I mean I think the idea of calling it large, small, gross, fine is it active versus passive? Is right. it uh, emerging versus refinement. I mean, I think the language is there, but I think it, the separation is helpful because you know what parts you're getting into. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder if it's either a lack of awareness that the 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 large right. motor has to engage for the small motor to actually become coordinated and moved right. so that there's a there's a disconnect that whether people aren't aware that oh yeah to write you actually still have to sit and stabilize mm-hmm. but right. those aren't the active muscles those are more the they're in the passive right, right. mode or if there's that kind of automaticity mindset where it's like you've already got the sitting i don't need to address that anymore because right. you've got it now we're going to start working down to the right. to the distal uh yeah. parts of this body and now I need to focus on this because you've got the big stuff. You're sitting, right. but now it's getting into right. that. So, I I wonder if 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 maybe w- is it truly seen as separate? Because I guess to me, well, I've, I've always I seen them s- as linked. Yeah, but maybe but I'm, what I see in practice, a lot of teachers. Right, I'm doing fine motor things, and even when you look at assessment tools yeah. or um, state standards, they'll list this and they'll list that and i think people do look at like oh i'm working on this and they don't think about the sitting because a four-year-old doesn't have that automatic yet not yet most right five-year-olds don't and i feel like we're pushing down the fine motor skills that if we were saying yeah those really are getting worked on separately when kids are six right or seven i'd feel like yeah but i feel like there's a lot of preschool teachers who feel like they're doing these things at a younger and younger age and just say, well, I really want to make sure they're ready for kindergarten. And of course, right. a lot of it comes from that perspective. Right. Right. And being ready for kindergarten is writing versus being ready for kindergarten is having the core strength, mi- having the automatic so the fine motor automaticity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't in know. the preschool ages, let's say, or yeah. early childhood ages, fine motor can't really be looked at in isolation right. because the right. this skeletal muscles, the large motor yeah. is, is of the whatever the center muscles, whatever, I'm pointing right, to my yeah. trunk right now, is supporting the fine motor. And the idea that we can just give you a pegboard right. so that later right. you can write yeah. is, a, is, a, is a false yeah. understanding of everything that's going into Yeah, that. and is maybe, that? yeah, so 
I am definitely focusing on preschool years, mm-hmm. so I should start that. And then yeah. maybe oh, it's totally about, like, if we look about with literacy, right? I'm, that the speaking and listening yeah, is good. the main thing we're... we're and right. when, even when a kid's writing, we're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to write to mom. What mm-hmm. do you think mom starts with? So you're using a lot of speaking and listening mm-hmm. skills yeah. as they're writing. I'm not as confident that people are like, oh, you're having a hard time writing. Do you want to try... L- sitting on the floor instead of at the table or do you want to lie right. down and do like I don't feel that most teachers automatically go to that even though like with literacy if they're trying to write there's right. a conversation going on what what sound is it making what yeah and I don't see the same thing of oh you're having a hard time with this you're har- having a hard time using the scissors what else could what if you held something in torso right. or you're using your right. you're doing whole arms or, yeah and and I I feel like instead people say, "Oh, let's use scissors more." Right. You're not. You're having a hard time with scissors. Let's use scissors more. You don't have to more. cut on the line yet, but you just rather need to keep than cutting. Yeah, rather than rather than let's scoop sand. Yeah, let's, let's you know or the, yeah, other, yeah. the things that are actually gonna. Right. That's that's the thing, and, and maybe it's more just an illiteracy about physical development. Well, I think it's or it's the it's an illiteracy or a misunderstanding, or a misunderstanding. again. The idea that it's the same with the pushdown that's happening with the con- with academic content. Yeah. Numbers letters reading we need to get this in before kindergarten because you're going to be de- that there's this we know right. it's getting pushed down well i didn't even right. think that there'd be this idea that now motor is also well, was a conversation kind of similar being, to our math conversation we had about abstraction coming too soon right when they're not really ready for the abstraction and yeah. again like just more fine motor when you don't have whatever the neural pathways developed right, I mean, right. it's not my area of, of study but the, I, know. I have a feeling we have to talk to an ot to get better language around yeah. this yeah but i think the the yeah. concepts are there recognized i mean we could we're we're touching on it right now that the idea of yeah rather than jumping in and just doing more and more and more scissors and eventually there probably would be a, a coordination that will come it's However, probably going to be more about the other things they're playing the rest of the day it's kind less of, it, about Using the scissors, right? But you might see that they kind of do that leaning sideways, (laughs) propping on their arm, right? And they're using other methods. I wish we had visuals right now. This would be a great streaming episode. (laughs) Tom and Ross were both demonstrating what preschoolers look like when they you know being hunched over. Because I got the, I've got now the finger dexterity and coordination for scissors. But I've just completely disabled my core because I'm trying to get my my fingers to go exactly. So I think it's that again, it's that misunderstanding, or it's the adult kind of forgetting what it's like to have to form these big muscles first and mm-hmm. to get the big mu- the big body coordination to then work into the refinement and that when you have the three or four year old who loves to draw and has been practicing this whole time and they're doing it just fine well shouldn't everybody be there and going oh right. no we, as Tom, you said, they need to get on the climber so they can yeah. use their fingers and their toes and their ankles right. and their wrists and all the muscles and joints together. Because then when you're sitting st- in a static pose, but still having to use your arms, well, now I don't have to think about keeping my core engaged because I've got it. It's all worked together before in in unison for me to go up and down that climber. Right. Now I can do it in the seat, forgetting that <laughs> the grown-ups... Don't remember yeah. making that connection. See, and I, I think oh, I, th- I, I think children know what they need to work on for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. For the most part, mm-hmm. uh, if you're a typically developing child, you know you need to develop those all those muscles all the time. Right. And we don't allow that. And it's often, yeah, the teachers I mean, aren't the, allowing the, it. The, the, the child who's spinning around and around and around, why are you doing that? Right, and there mm-hmm. must be a reason. There right? must be a reason, but... I don't like it, so stop. Well, and it'd yeah. be interesting. I, my brain just went to thinking about a particular kid in my class. 
he's older, so he's had more time to develop. I mean, that's right. probably, you know, time is an element, right? But mm-hmm. he's probably one of my best, you know, drawers and art makers and this kind of thing. He's my best climber. You know, and so it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to, like, think about your kids, like, well, who's right. really good at yeah. at this? And are they also, you know, like, right. the, you know, they do, I do think they, I do think they go together. And, um, yeah, and I think yeah. what I was watching Ross as he was describing these things, because he was hands. physically moving his body to, de- to demonstrate it. The climbing, the crawling, like any of those physical things, you're coordinating your whole body. Even when I think about your sensory apparatus, Tom, it's like that... You know, like, they have to, like, stretch their body to reach the top thing. And, and, like, so they have to coordinate their whole body. And when you're drawing or writing, you are coordinating your whole body, too. It's just mm-hmm. most of it's passive. So right. if you're doing all those other things, and I think you're also right, Tom, that if you still need to work on those things, you're going to be doing those bigger things right. more. And if you're allowed to do it, right, you'll be ready for the sm- uh, whatever, the fine motor. Well, this goes back, and I'm thinking our conversation a couple weeks ago about the body being the thinking tool for mathematics there's the pattern yeah yeah. there's the asymmetry there's the symmetry if in order to climb your body has to be in a pattern of up and down to coordinate the bars or going you know step by step one by one but that's that's the root of Mm -hmm. mathematical thinking again being able to move rhythmically following that pattern of movement otherwise i fall down right and so I think there we're again having to make sense of our body using it as that thinking and feeling tool and that's where the abstraction then starts to come in because if my body if I don't understand how this thing works the act the intellectual concepts are going to be more difficult to process and that's not to say that there aren't children who jump ahead and I mean I'm thinking of the few th- very young 3-year-olds who would crack the code of reading just because I mean, right. their, their brain yeah, just yeah. figured it out yeah um how and why there's different reasons for that but we know overall again for typically developing children that movement to connection for thinking is going to be imperative mm-hmm. well uh, going, going back to fine motor and going back to what we you know writing which we do preference in our society and educational sure. system there's a there's a fluidity too right that you're mm-hmm. looking for right you're not looking for the choppy right right wiggly boxy you know like the kids unsteady. have to lift their hand to go to the opposite yeah, direction and you so can down, almost look at down, you know like cross. who is a fluid walker who yeah. is oh, graceful yeah. right you know well you might expect that that child's going to be i mean again i, I i'm just thinking oh, i'm going to start looking for patterns you know like does right. my child who still walks like a toddler i'm certainly not mm. expecting fluid Writing. Fine motor yeah, movement, yeah. you know, from from that, you know, like because I do think that they they go together. I'm just thinking I of children in my class as you were bringing up your point, Joey. I was thinking like, oh, one of yeah, she's one of my probably most coordinated older girls. Loves to draw and has just exploded with detail and being able to draw. But her brother, who is probably and arguably more coordinated doesn't have any interest in drawing he's or he does now but it's very just scribble drawing it's not formed yeah i don't know and, if my ideas but sound I, but it's I, now i want to look for the patterns too because i've ever like i wonder if there is or if his you know and i think it's hard to know because you can't go back and run the same trial with the same children in different ways but you know would will he pick it up quicker or will right. he develop will it make more sense at a faster pace once he's ready for it versus someone who really has to like practice and of course on top of that is children's interests and their motivation so a kid who's like really wants to make intentional marks is going to be trying they might 
fail a little bit because right. they're not coordinated in that l- large muscle way but they right yeah. well and I'm, keep trying. I'm too stuck on writing because yeah. of now i'm thinking yeah. his other fine motor of taking things apart putting things together being able to just oh, pinpoint yeah, yeah. certain like he loves you know mm-hmm. like monster trucks and things like that and, like, he can get into all the pieces of it with his fingers so he's he's very dexterous right it's just he doesn't. I was just he thinking hasn't been of interested in writing. Been, you mean he's able to put things not only take them apart but put them back together? Yeah, I mean he shows the dexterity of being able to like he just so real good fine motor. He cut out an outline of a drawing that he made and he cut around the entire thing with tiny right. snips. So probably the had to paper, coordinate the other hand, being able moving, to do that. Yeah. So that so bilateral. Back I mean, to Mike's idea of motivation. Yeah. What are you motivated? Exactly. Yeah. So I was too focused on his yeah. uh, the actual writing piece, but his. His fine motor is probably ha- much higher because his large motor is so coordinated already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be looking for the patterns. Cause I'm, I know. Cause I, I'm, I'm I would just have this kid I've been watching, and he likes to play with the other kids who are like building with Legos, and like yep. especially the small pieces, and he really has a hard time getting them together, and he won't be able to do it in the right place, so he will choose a different spot. But watching it yesterday, I was with him, and he just was always leaning on me Yeah, mm-hmm. when he's watching things, right? So it's just interesting. And then... I heard when he was going home, the other teachers say, oh, yeah, he's been writing his A's a lot. Like, he liked, he's been trying to write letters, but he really likes writing the letter A. And yeah. it's like, and he does have an A in his name, but it's not the first letter. And I think it's because that's an E, it doesn't yeah. require the fluidity yeah. that yeah. the other letters do. Yeah. So it's just interesting how they all kind of connect. Well, yeah. just one other goofy oh, thought man, in my head. I, I think back, I was I had a college course, and it was like training me to be an elementary school teacher, and it was a handwriting. I don't yeah. think it's necessary. I don't know what the curriculum yeah, yeah. was. It doesn't ultimately matter. And I just remember the... Uh, so we had to duplicate what it would be like to be an elementary schooler, one of my most favorite things to do. But anyway, so it was put you know both feet on the floor yeah. and sit up straight and da 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 you know like but starting there like right. feet on the floor yeah, was yeah. the starting point for having you know this yep. good penmanship that they wanted us to be able to yep. teach children later take it or leave it but when i'm sitting and like writing my cards i'm like oh if i want if i'm thinking about my handwriting which of course is getting worse and worse <laughs> yeah. in this digital age i oh wait i put my feet on the floor i sit up straight right. you know and like i remember that actually the whole with my whole rest of my body yeah, yeah. is doing is actually going to affect my handwriting right I mean, like i mean you yeah, know, yeah. It, it, and i do actually i mean probably i'm just putting more effort into it but right. it's like I, yeah you know, there is a correlation so. yeah yeah I, I guess i'm not totally sold on that it has to switch but i feel like when i read like state standards the fine motor things never say go climb a tree while get better I, fine motor skills. well yeah and uh, well i i think even just saying you know writes letters with an anchored body like mm-hmm. it, like there's right. never that context of what the mm-hmm. large muscle is doing even though it has to be there yeah and i just think that we don't emphasize enough um because people don't understand why should i let a kid run around or spin around in a room and if they knew well they're never going to be able to you know paint as intentionally as they want or well, try to not just say if they're laying down on the floor and writing is that okay yeah, right. Even just allowing people to do that. And so sit, why am I making people consider a table? Right. Like when I'm giving them this other challenge that I'm not even thinking about. I just want right. them to write a you know, Mo- Mother's Day card for mom, but I'm making them sit at a table to do it. I mean, exactly. there's no correlation between, well, we can talk about whether that's an activity. <laughs> anyway, um, but you know, like making a kid do anything is, what I'm, but just that idea that allowing kids to figure out what their gross motor needs are i guess Mm -hmm. maybe that's Mm -hmm. what it is Mm -hmm. um 
we wouldn't have to switch it if people just allowed for the fact that no matter what else we're doing, kids need to figure out for themselves what they need for mm-hmm. gross motor. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to listen to a book, what stance do they need to be in to hear it? Do they need to be pacing? Do they need to be sitting? So I Give think we'll my, leave my it at that. snaps on that. Yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. I think that's... But um, no, it helped me talk through it and uh, realize my, the limits of my knowledge of actual physical development yeah. when you get to that Yeah, it opened my eyes level, too. So. Yeah. so thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. <laughs>